Okay, good evening. The learning of this week is sponsored by Zev Rosenberg, Ilui Nishmas, Yehuda Lei Ben Mencian, and Ben Cien Ben Kalman. The source of our learning should be a source of his Nishamas. The source of our learning should also be a source of Fuish Lema from your Mbeil Bastacham Besoshar Chayle Yisrael. Okay, so we're in the middle of the Haftar of Machar Chaydish, and we saw the first part of the story. So. Shaul tries killing David. Yehudasim feels it's only a result of Shaul's Ruach Ra, this, uh, whatever exactly the Ruach Ra is, that comes over him, and then his rational state, he won't want to kill David. He tells us to Yehudasim, Yehudasim tells us to David, and David says, no, your father wants to kill me. They decide that they must devise a test. What's the test that they devise? It's about to be Rishchidosh, and everybody who is a member of the court is supposed to show up to the Rishchidosh Suda. David is going to hide out in the fields. He's not going to show up. When Shaul notices he's missing, and Shaul's going to say, hey, where's David? Yenis is going to say, oh, he wanted to go home. I sent him home. And they're going to see how does Shaul react to the fact that David sent him home, that Yenis sent David home. If he says, oh, if I think he wanted to go home for a family gathering, that's wonderful. That will be a sign that Shaul is not actively trying to kill David when he is in his rational state. If, however, Shaul will be furious and will respond very angrily, that will be a simon that Shaul has already decided to kill David. And when Yehudasen sees this, he will let David know whether he can come out of hiding, go back to his house, to his wife, or he has to go into exile. Now, how is Yehudasen going to tell David this David, tell Yehudasen this very, I'm sorry, Yehudasen tell David this very important information because it's dangerous. If now, if it turns out that Shaul was not angry at David, so no problem, he can send anybody, go, go out to the field, yell out, David, David, David will come out and take him home, everything we can follow. But if he discovers that Shaul doesn't want to kill him, so he's now number, number one most wanted man in the country, the king's out to kill him, he can't just uh, have messengers see him, because, you know, the messengers are putting their lives in danger, everyone's going to be in danger, so they need a secret way of communicating, they come up with a plan, Yehudasen is going to come out the morning following the second day of Rishchidosh, and he'll come out for target practice, and he'll shoot, throw his arrows, and if he's, they, you know, he didn't want to have to go look for his arrows himself, he used to come with a young Mishara, some sort of servant who would come along and gather the arrows, so he would shoot the arrows towards the target, and if he tells the servant, oh, you got to go further, I overshot the target, Go, go further. That will be a sermon that he's really hinting to David. You've got to go and just run for your life. If he tells the servant, oh, the arrows are closer to me, come back. That's a sermon that he's telling David also, come back, it's safe. That was the sign they agreed. So David is hiding out in the fields. And now we're up to the actual test. Yehudasen is going to come out to the Suda and we're going to see what is going to be the reaction of Shoal to the fact that David's not there. So up to Pasik Chaf Dalit. Vaisoser David Basada. So David Taka hides out in the fields. Vaihi Hachidish and Rishidish Suda comes. Vayeshev Hamelech El Halechem. And David Shaul sits down to eat the Suda. Now, the way they used to sit in those days, they sat reclining. And Obviously, the king had the most chash of a position. Where was the king's position? The king's position is the head of the table. 
So Vayeshev HaMelech Al Moishava in his spot, Kipam Bepam, like every other time, Al Moishav Akir, against the wall at the head of the table. Now, Yainasin did not used to sit next to his father. Why not? Because it's not covered when they're lying down in this manner to be massive right next to his father. So therefore, David used to sit directly next to Shaul's son-in-law, very high up in the kingdom, top general. David would sit next to Shaul, and then Yonason would sit one seat, would sit next to David. So although Yonason is the crown prince, but it's not by cover for him to be reclining in that matter next to his father. Right? Rashi says. And they say they ate lying down on meat. So David was the break between David and Shaul. Now what happens this time is that David's not there. Now Yonason, he wanted to make it very obvious to his father that David's not there. He didn't want to like somehow you know gloss over the whole thing. So Yonason first went, there's no one at the head, next to the head, you see, Yonason was there first, he went all the way to the front, the David's spot. And then, when Shoal comes in, because he's now going to be lying next to Shoal, Vayokim Yonason, Yonason gets up, Vayeshev Avner mitad Shoal, and the general, Avner, who's the general, he's Shoal's general, now he moves to go next to Shoal, Vayifokeid Mokim David. And now it's very obvious, they have this whole commotion, hullabaloo, Yonason's getting up and moving, and the general doesn't usually sit there, is coming to sit there. Instead, it's very obvious, what's this whole commotion? David's missing. So it becomes very obvious that David is missing. Now, we'll see, the Maharshim said there's another reason that Yonason didn't want to sit right next to his father, because he knew that he's trying to enrage his father, and he's worried what's going to happen when his father gets angry enough. We'll see, he actually does try to hurt Yonason, so Yonason wanted a little bit of difference, distance between him and Shaw. Now, so the Radak says, Lamaisa, what happens? So Shol notices David's missing, it's very obvious, but he didn't say anything, why? Ki Omar, he said, Mikru, it's a, you know, it's a coincidence, why? It just happened. Bilti Tarhu, Kiloi Tar. He's not Tar, because he's not Tar. Now, this Kefal Halashim, this Pasuk is Shah. So what's going on over here? First of all, and second of all, what, so what if he's tar? Why does his higher status indicate whether or not he could come to the suit? So if you look at this over here, first of all, Agav Chazal point out from here that why is it saying such a lotion of bilti toru kilaytar? Just say, ki amar mikruhu ki That would be a lot simpler way of saying it. So Chazal say, amar b'shuv and levi, lo'elum al-yetzi adam davar m'gurmi piv. You should never say a negative thing from your mouth. Shari ikeim he firstly brings says from this could have just said So we see an appropriate way to talk. That's the first thing we learn from this pasuk. What's this double lotion of kiloi tar? So Rashi says. Mikruhu carry raw. Mikru refers he saw carry. Bilti Tarhu Vadaimli Tavalakirya, he was not yet Tavel. Shiu Tavalakirya is a Jashi, ain't Sarhar Shemish Khulun. They were eating Khulun but the higher Rashi assumes. They weren't eating actually carbonus. Now if a person's eating Basaha carbon, so going to the mikvah would not be enough. You have to wait for nightfall at the first mission of Sahdas Brachas, Maimasai, Kahanim, the Klasim Lachal, Shumasam. 
But over here, they're eating chulim b'tahayir. For chulim b'tahayir, even al-tahayir sa'kavish, it's enough to be a tful yayim. Someone went to the mikvah, enough. So, ki mikra hu bilti tar, he's not tahar. Ki loy tahar means that because he didn't go to the mikvah. Because had he, even though he saw Kerry, he could have gone to the mikvah. So, Rashi says, Zuhi l'nesin is tam l'davar. Fisha'ene tar, l'fikach le'i ba'a shaloi, y'tam e'sasudah, not to be tam e'sasudah, everyone else is tahar. So, this is Rashi's mahalach over here. Now, the Radak learns a little bit differently. He says that there's two different things going on over here. There's mikra who means stam, something came up. And then there's an issue of built tarhu, so it doesn't mean he's not tar. It means that a mikra came up and nothing to do with tahira, just he wasn't able to come. Some you know, emergency happened. Everyone has emergencies. He had to maybe take his kid to the doctor, face. And then, Kiloi Taru, maybe he was not Tar. So the double Lashin is referring to two different possibilities of it. So the Redak learns. Couldn't you say that also? The, well? Rashi says, Rashi says, That's how Rashi is learning it. That's fine. Kiloi Tar. You could just take a Bilti Taru. You don't, it's still not a Lashin Maguna. Just take out the word Bilti Taru. Oh, I'm saying that Rashi is saying the double Lashin is the fact that you can go to the Mikvah. It's really three. It's Mikra, Bilti Tar. Mikra, he saw Kerry, and the Mela, he's not Tar. And why is he not Tar? Not just because he saw Kerry, because he can go to the Mikvah. Now, the Ralbag, the Barbanel, and others see that there's something a little bit more uh, harsh going on over here. It's giving in a Sina's time. Mikra, who he saw Kerry, and therefore Bilti Tar, who he's not Tar. You know why he saw Kerry? Kiloi Tar. Shaul looked at him as an ish who's not an ish tar. He's a person who's constantly thinking about Dvar Magunan and the middle, that's why he's so carry. So it's in a Sina's time. Why he's so carry is be, and therefore is built in tar, he's not tar and can't come to the Suda is Kiloi Tar because he's not an ish tar to begin with. He's constantly thinking and he's constantly being Isaac and Yoni Arayas, and that's why he had this unfortunate uh, mishap. So that's how Shaul looked at him. It gives you a little bit of an insight in how Shaul looked at him as a person who was. Uh, you know, David did have the Teva of being an Adoimi, who is an Ishmaisa, and Shaul looked at him as apparently as a person who was a person who was overly involved in, in Yoni Arayas. That, that would make him Tame, because don't we, don't, don't we, don't, doesn't, doesn't work so we check out for, for Kerry, they check out, was it? No, that's for Zav. Oh, Kerry doesn't matter Kerry. how, yeah. Kerry is even, no matter oh, how okay. it comes out. Yeah. Ziva, right, yeah. you're right. Ziva, if it comes out, because of all the things, it's not Ziva. What? What? One, one of them, the different uh, list of things. Yeah, after how it works out with being how he's ever ta- how he's ever tar if he wants to see Corbonus. How he's. David had 18 wives. Right. Because I don't remember who said it, but I'll be Kabbalah that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, not to be Mishamish. But 12 days. And once a month. Okay. What what is the 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 Rid seems to say careful lashon who believes Torah? What does that mean? I mean, is there no reason? Yeah. <laughs> he says I don't know. It's unnecessary wording. Yes, unlike all this we try to find the trap. Yeah, the Rid just says I wasn't going to say the Rid. He just says it's extra words. Okay. Vayihi mimachras hachaydish hasheni. It comes mimachras hachaydish hasheni. So these are difficult words. What do you mean mimachras hachaydish hasheni? Right. Kipshutoi, that sounds like we're saying that it was the second day of Rishchidosh, and, and it makes sense because there's otherwise why is there a suda, right? So a bunch of mafarshim try to say, right? Rashi says me mochras chidosh halvana hasheni biyom sheni chidosh the second day of the month, the day after Rishchidosh, 
And it's uh, and a bunch of other Mepharshim called Derech Rashi, which is just a little problematic. So why are they having this big grand suit that the David belongs there? It's only, you know, Mocher Chaydesh, if you only noticeable because it's Rishchaydesh. So it sounds like, if you look at the Malbim over here, and I sent some of the other Mepharshim say, Taka, that there was a second day uh, Rishchaydesh. So even though maybe it wasn't, uh, right, the Malbim says... Maybe they planned the Suda on the day that would have been Rishchaydish. But they still made that day a day of Suda. So one of the other Mepharshim also says that, uh, who's the other one? I think the Rid says. Yeah, the Rid says, and the Malbim, others feel very strong. There's no such thing in those days of two days of Shredish, but Zichr the Pash, the Pasuk sounds like it was two days of Shredish. And David again is missing. Why is Ben Yishai not coming to the Suda, not today, not yesterday? Now, why is he calling him Ben Yishai, not David? It's a sign of Gnos. He's showing that he has no chashivas for him on his own. His whole chashivas is only, he's a Ben Yishai. He also, he asked on the, on the day before now. Meaning what? Beforehand, he Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had before, three, once he sees two days in a row, he realizes that it's not just a Mikra. So now, yesterday's also sure, exactly. We called David Ben Yishai. What? Yeah, we, we, were, we, we do, we'll see. It's, it's not necessarily, right, in certain situations, we call him as Ben Yishai and Hanami. But there are clouds. You see, Yonison. like, songs and, like, like, uh, no, like we're, we're the song is like, you know, that's Cassius from a song, what? Poetic. <laughs> yeah, it's poetic. It's more right, in poetic, it might just fit the rhymes better, right? Yeah, then Parzi works better. I have to know what, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. even though, you know, the Mepharshim say Chas you can't just say that the that the tunes of the the the, 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 the poetry of the Rishonim, every word has a pshat. It's not just the rhyme, but, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so so Shaul says, "We we we is David. Why isn't he here?" And he's speaking to him. You know, he's speaking, calling him in a not a very positive light. Ben Yishai. Now Yonason, who loves David, so he calls him David. David asked me for permission to go to Beis Lachem. and he told me. So now Yishai is going to try to explain. I'm sorry, Yonason is going to explain to his father that. David had a very good reason to go home. You know, you're looking at it as some sort of insult. He cares more about his father than about the melech, the chutzpah. So he tells him, David asked me, please send me home. First of all, this is a big family gathering the year. And my older brother commanded me to come home. And after listening to my older brother, which is a peli, see, even after they saw David was nimshach lamelech, he is already the... The, the, the son-in-law of the king, but still the covenant for the older brother, you know, and the, the, the way we look at the world, you know, if, if, one, if the youngest son ends up marrying the god Ladar's son, and he's the grace, and everyone already, the G'daylum the, the, saying that he's the future godly, and is he going to have covenant for his older brother who was rejected, Kim Astiu Hashem? Afo Piken? David, obviously, the rabbis. Still rabbis. the rabbis. What? The rabbis. What'd you say? The best. It's interesting, they, they bring from here Makar for Kibud of Haggadah, which is a Chayr, it's a Chazal bring from the Pasuk, but this is also one of the Chayrs for uh, Kibud of Haggadah. So I'll call upon him, he says, my father, my bro, older brother told me I have to come. This wasn't true, <laughs> he made it up. 
Yeah, but for, he wouldn't make something right, up. That's right. ridiculous. Exactly. The fact yeah, but that Shaul, it broke down. Shaul knew, knew that David was Mushlach. That David. That David. Oh, this whole story never happened. But this is the but story. I'm saying, no, 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 I'm saying that David knew. Meaning, it wasn't as big of a stretch. They were trying to come up with a good story. They wanted that David Shaul shouldn't be angry. They're hoping that Shaul would say, oh, "Okay, fine. That would be a sign he doesn't hate David." So he said, We have a big family gathering, and my brother told me I have to come. And David told me, there's all Yonis and saying over the fake story, I'm going to quickly run home and back. The I just want to go and see them. I'm going to eat with them. I just want to go and just take part. That's why I didn't come to the king's table. So don't look at this as some sort of act of Merida, rebellion against the king. And anyway, he asked me, so if you want to be angry at anybody, angry at me, not at David. <laughs> and Shaul Taki gets very angry at Yonason. Yonason allowed to lie here else, uh, nefesh. Nefesh. Yeah, they didn't know he was going to it was, it was, this was all a test really so he thought that nefesh. if he was going to be there he, he, he'd get Safik Buch Nefesh and it's not called Mark Malchus I guess Buch Nefesh Vayichar Av Shaul Be Yonason so Shaul now gets very very angry at Yonason the son Vayim Eloi Ben Naavas Hamardus Interesting title. He calls him Ben Navas Hamardus. So Navas, what's the Lashon Navas Hamardus? So Rashi says it's Lashon Nua, Isha Nova Nova, lady who's wandering. So you're a, you're the son of a wandering rebellious woman. Haloyadati, I know ki boicher atel leven Yishai. You choose Ben Yishai over your own father levashlechat to embarrass yourself. You're the crown prince. When you're choosing someone, the, the competitor for the kingdom. And you're also embarrassing your mother, the Erevis Hamimecha, because people are going to talk. They're going to say, why is David choosing, why is Yonason choosing his brother over, his, 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 a stranger's brother over his own father and his own self? He's, he's the king, he's the crown prince. It must be because he's illegitimate. It's not really his father. He doesn't have feelings of love towards this, uh, this fellow who's not his father. So you're making a tremendous chil Hashem. You're making embarrassment for your mother. Now what is this title, Benavis Hamadus? So some learn, some of the Farshim learn, it's more of a, a title referring to Yonason. It's not really referring at all to his mother. That it's just a way of referring to Yonason as, as a, you know, you'd call somebody, he's a son of a something, that he's a, he's a son of an inappropriate person. It's really referring to, to the qualities of the son, and it's not referring to the qualities of his mother, per se. That is the... How some Mepharshim understand it. Others Mepharshim seem to understand this, and Chazal, bring interesting Chazal, we'll discuss in a second, that this refers actually to something that Shaul saw in his own wife that he felt was uh, coming out now in his son Yenis. Now, the Slushin of Nava, Sarashi learned the Slushin of Wandering. If you look in the, in the Rid, he says something very interesting. He says, Where is the Slushin? It comes from, we find in the Megillah. Right, Ivsa Vashti Hamalka. Vashti Hamalka, she was chayta connected her husband. So Lashon of Navas is Lashon of being of doing an Ivis, of doing a wrong, of being chayta connected her husband. Now, if you look at the Radak over here, the Radak says, Amar al Imoi Shrosha Ivish Taimar. I was saying that he's explaining the words, but he says, Musa Kolaimar. Me im chayilov. So this comes from your mother. I know she he may read this bretzayni. Your mother doesn't listen to me. Says your mother doesn't listen to me, and you you also don't listen. Myrid b'masha and he writes of oy of masha and he's saying you b'dafka want to go against me. You got this. You're acting just like your mother. So he's saying taka something negative about his wife. Chazal says something very interesting over here. Rashi brings in davar acher that the story of 
of Pilegish Begiva that you have at the end of the Sefer Shaiftim, although it's a big machalik is when that story took place, could be much earlier in the Sefer, but it happened within recent time periods, which is Chazal is assuming that the Kali Shal ended up, there's a civil war, whole story, and ended up killing out Kamat the whole Shev bin Yaman, and they made a nether, no one's allowed to give their daughters to Shev bin Yaman. And they then were stuck that they lose the whole Shev bin Yaman, so they made a whole plan, the girls would go out, and people would just cut from Shev bin Yaman, they would just hop ladies, and wouldn't be actually given by their fathers and get around the nether, and that way Shev bin Yaman will continue to exist. Shaul, who we know, his midah was, he was a tremendous, he was, he was a tremendous tsanua. He had a midah of tsnias, he's not going to go and hop ladies. So because of that, so as she says, that went out to dance in the vineyards, like we know they had Dirnyam Kippur on Tuba'av. So Hayushol Baishon, the Lord Rotalachta, if Shaul was too embarrassed to go and grab a lady. Ad Shabasa he atzma, the Iza Panel, the Rod Vachrov. So one girl, she saw this tall, handsome little bacher that's like standing there awkwardly on the side. He doesn't want to chop somebody. So she went and chopped him. So Shaul says, Oh. Now I see where you got it from. You got this from your mother. You have the same thing. This is your mother. Uh, do we know who, who this who his mother is? Who is who his mother was? Yeah, I'll do forgot the name. No, no, that's not her Could it also be that, that, huh? that it's it's Mamish what he's yeah. saying with the second yeah. half of the pasuk that you're making her into a that you're you're, you're making yeah. her look like a Nava, yeah, like, like, that, like just a reiteration yeah, of that saying that you're you're by you doing this yeah. you're yeah yeah it's a good shot. Uh, So Zuck the Pasik Vaiter. Shaul continues. He called Hayom Masha Ben Yishecha as long as Ben Yishai is alive, Allah Dhamma, like Tikain Atum Al Husecha. Your kingdom is never gonna have any strength to it. If you're gonna let David live, you're never gonna be a, a, a solid, powerful king because you have this uh, you know, contender for the throne sitting right there overshadowing you. The only way you'll ever have a successful Maluk is if you kill David. The Atah, and I'm gonna make it your job now. Shlach, you sent David home, you're gonna bring him back. Shlach the kachaisa elai ki ben mavas. We bring him back. He's a ben mavas. He's chayv misa. So Yenison now tries to stick up for Shaul for David. Vayan Yenison and Shaul of vayemer elav. So he tells his father, Lama Yumas, why should he die? Maosa, what did he do wrong? So Shaul gets very angry. Vayitel Shaul as a chanis olav lahakaisa. Shaul now takes his spear to give him a to hit him. Now it's interesting. There's a machlokes. Some of the mafarshim understand that he actually wanted to kill his son. He was so angry. But most understand that he, he just wanted to hit him with the stick. And Chazal actually, darshan from here, how fight Teichacha goes. Is it just yelling or maybe even hitting? You see that he wanted to hit his own son. So Chazal bring from this, from this uh, they don't have bring this Chazal, but have a different sefer. They bring Chazal over here, that they see Adhechan is the he of Teichacha, the father to the son. So Shaul felt he was doing the right thing. He wanted to hit his son with the stick. With the spear, the, the other side of the spear, it's a oh, stick. Right. Huh? It's a question for later. <laughs> what's the what's the star of Lysikon? Lysikon Your kingdom will never be sure. What's the logic behind such a story? He's saying he's inherently, he's a rebellious fellow. If David would be devoted to the kingdom, the way Shaul looked at it, so then you could keep him around, he'll be your top lieutenant. But David, Shaul saw in David a pretender for the throne, someone who's constantly maneuvering, trying to make himself look better, and he's telling him, I know this guy, he's out to undo the he's kingdom. He's a weird machos. 
Yeah, and he's going to be constantly, and he might seem nice, and you think he's your friend, you're going to support him, and you're going to, uh, I'm telling you, he's going to be constantly working behind the scenes to weaken your kingdom. you got to kill him. That's what Shaul says. So if what if the, the second response? half of the Pasuk is, right, but if the second half of the Pasuk had been Mavis, who is that he's Chayv Misa, yeah. just as far as he's seeking Atom of Chosecha, what's he's the saying, story? He's saying, no, he's talking, first he's of all, he's Chayv Misa for undermining my, he's a Marib Malchus. And you should know, don't think, okay, we'll be nice, we'll let him go. I'm telling you, this is, this, it's not a one time. Sometimes a person, you know, a person can go to the Melech and he can spit in the king's face. Right? No, he moved on in life. He had, he had to get something off his chest. Such a situation is not necessarily an ongoing risk to the Melucha, but he's Chayv Misa. So I think he's Chayv Misa. And you should know, this is not just a one time thing. I know this is an ongoing problem. If you're not going to take care of him, you're going to be constantly suffering. What was Yonason's response? Lama Yumas Me'asa. just said what he did. What? What's your answer? He said, where was he wearing Malchus? How, how did you see him being wearing Malchus? What did he do? He went home to visit his father? I gave him permission to go to his father. I thought now, Shaul felt, Shaul felt that, what do you mean, you go ask the king's son for permission? You ask the king's son, you ask the king. He avoided him even dafka. The whole thing well, is... This is specifically he's referring to? I thought like, you can, uh, like you uh, was just saying that... He's saying, I see already in a lot of different things he's he, doing he, that he's... That was right? saying, oh, yeah, he went home without permission. So... <clears throat> So Yenison, so at this point, there's no more reasoning with Shaul. Shaul has made up his mind, he's killing David. He now sees that David has already made the final, uh, Shaul has made the final decision to kill David. He gets up very angry. Now, it doesn't sound like he wasn't afraid for his life. Shaul wasn't running after him with the spear to kill him. He was upset. And he didn't eat on the second day of Rishchidosh, he didn't eat bread. He didn't eat at all. Ki ne'etzav el David. He was so upset about the fact that David is now being chased. He realizes that's final. David's, he loves David. David is his, his, his greatest ava that he has is to David. And his beloved brother is now being chased out. He's going to be chased away from his wife and out of uh, Israel. So he's very upset about it. Ki And he's also upset because his father embarrassed him, yelled at him, embarrassed him in public. But if you see the say that dvarim, what was he more upset about? He was more upset. Al Bag said, There's two reasons he didn't eat. First one is Kines al David. The second one is Khlime Ovid. But the one that he was more upset by calling him Ben Nabsamad is very insulting. But he was more upset about the fact that that David is being chased away. So now Yainasan has to act very carefully. He realizes this is a dangerous situation. So he waits till the next morning. He doesn't go running out to the field to take target practice that afternoon. That would be very obvious. He waits till the next morning. goes out to the field. David to the time, the appointed time he had made up with David. takes along a young child to be his uh, helper. He tells his servant, I need you to go gather the spears, the, the arrows I'm going to throw. So the Nair ran, and he told them there's going to be a target. You're going to go to the Evan Ha'azel, where David's hiding right here. That is the target. He says, go there. And Yonis now Bedafka throws, he throws with a lot of power to make sure that the, that the, tar, the arrow overshoots the target. And the Nair comes to the place where the arrow is supposed to go, to the Evan Ha'azel, Asher Yara Yonason, to the place that Yonason was shooting towards. Vayikri Yonason, Achri Yonason, Yonason calls out to the Nair, Vayoymer, Haloya Chetzim, Imcha Bahala, no, you have to keep going further, right? This is the sin that David has to leave. Vayikri Yonason, Achri Yonason, 
Mehera Chusha Al Tamid run. The locate now Yonasim Sachitzim. Yonasim now went and got the arrows. The Yovi Al Dainov brings it back to his master. This kid has no idea that there's some secret seven. He's just doing what he's told. Only Yonas and David understood that there was some secret code going on over here. Now, the whole reason they made this whole plan with this whole sim, and why didn't just I'll come out and tell you, is because Yonason doesn't know. He's the crown prince. He may be surrounded by all sorts of officers and people, and he would have to give a secret message. When it turns out that he comes to the field and he's alone, he's looking around, there's no one there except for him and his nar. So now, he gives everything to the nar, his arrows and stuff. Quick, I'm done target practice today, bring it back to the city. And once this nar cotton goes away, the nar leaves. The David comes, so David now gets up from his hiding. He bows down. And they hug each other. David cried more. Here, Belivkais. The Malvin says that once he was here, Belivkais, and he started making a lot of noise, so Yenison started to get quiet. Yenison's going to tell him, you've got to be quiet and get going. But it also means that David understood that he cried, Yenison, the Redak says. Actually, everyone says, because David still was a much greater tower for David. That was leaving behind his family and everything. Uh, so. <coughs> go in peace. And don't forget the shua that's between us. That Hashem will be between us. That we both will be native to each other's children and grandchildren and so on. Now, we'll see, as Hashem next week, that Yonason forgot one crucial thing here, which causes a terrible, terrible tragedy. Yonason sends David off without food. David's been hiding out in the field. He has nothing to eat. And David is now dangerously hungry, and he's going to have to arrange food for himself. And we'll see, Be'ez Hashem, how he does that. But that leads to a tremendous tragedy. And that we'll, Be'ez Hashem, see next week in Berkhaf Al-Shkech.